Hi, I'm Brett Terpstra, and this is Systematic on ESN. My guest this week is Merlin Mann, currently known as a man about the internet. I feel like I feel like you get robbed of all your early accomplishments because you're so lackadaisical about your titles these days. How, how does that feel? <laughs> Feels awesome. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm totally free. I'm unencumbered by success. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was actually I didn't I didn't hit you with this in the pre-show at all. So we'll just touch on it briefly. But at what point did you realize people were interested in not only your work but your your sense of humor, things like that, things that you're kind of known for now? Um, I mean, as far as the internet age, I think like 43 folders started in September 2004 and got popular pretty fast, really kind of like blindingly fast. And that was amazing that people who didn't know me that I knew of were interested in it. That was, that was huge as far as the actual stuff that I do. I think maybe when I was doing Mac break weekly and I, it finally dawned on me that the show was pretty popular, um, cause I hadn't really given it much thought. Um, it, that was, that was when I was like, oh yeah, people seem to think this is funny. And I predicted a yellow submarine iPod and people thought that was a thing. And you know, it was, so that probably then, but you know, uh, then I guess definitely with like, you look nice today, probably. Did you feel weird? Like, okay. For me personally, and I've not, not reached your level of success by any means, but neither have I, <laughs> but like I was always kind of people didn't people I met in real life did not appreciate my sense of humor and my wife was always uh she always said things like in a room full of brats that would have been funny and <laughs> then because of the internet I found a room full of brats oh, I I so totally get that okay. oh my god yes no oh my gosh I we went to somebody's um visited some friends on new year's day uh, some friends from school and my daughter's uh, family of my daughter's friends and uh we had a great time but like I I've really learned to like uh, the kind of cracks that I would make at 9.30 p.m. on Twitter are not the kinds of things that you say in a room full of people listening to Christmas music. And I've had to really learn that over time. I I think I used to be a little bit more, uh, what's the word? Impetuous? No, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I, you know, I would just an asshole. No, I would just utter things. I would just say things. The first, as soon as the thought came into my head, it would come out. And you do get better at that with age. Yeah, I guess you have to because your mind doesn't work as fast. You know? <laughs> it's I've, that... got a, I've got a remark about what you said earlier I'd like to share. Uh, For me, thing, it was the just The thing constant... about socks is... <laughs> For me, it was just constantly feeling bad that my wife always had to call the hosts the next day and apologize for things I had said in jest that were not taken in jest. Well, my friend John Roderick uh, <laughs> likes to say that he, he, um, he says, he says, I like to think that I'm welcome anywhere. Like as soon as I come in, I light up the room. And I think for a long time, that was definitely my MO. It's like, Oh, you poor bastards. That's not a party. No, it's a party. Daddy's here. And, uh, I think I, you know, over time, I realized maybe I realized how insufferable it was, but I also learned to actually become interested in other people, which was <laughs> yep. a good turning point for me. That is that is the phase I'm in right now, learning to actually be interested, not just knowing that it's better to ask more questions than I answer, but actually caring about the answers. That's a really good point. But you know, the, the other thing is that you know, let's be honest, a lot of times the kinds of interactions that you have with normal people can sometimes be really, really boring right. and really, really coded. And that kind of <laughs> stuff is just exhausting to me. And, and so, you know, I, 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 I it's, this is easy to overstate and I have overstated this, but I really sometimes feel like 
like I'm being like they're sniffing my butt and trying to figure out, you know, how much money comes out of there <laughs> or or whatever. Where like you're, you're you you meet another guy and there's this kind of like gorilla thing that happens where you kind of like go around each other in a circle waving your arms around and it's just like, oh, I you know. I those situations so quickly. Yeah, but sometimes you have to. Uh, you have to do that. And there's something to be said as we more and more interact with the people we choose to interact with in a mediated way. It's easy to lose track of these skills that are very handy to have. Like, for example, I think I'm really good at the short interaction with strangers. Like when I say hi to people in the neighborhood or talking to the coffee guy, I think I'd like to think that I'm, I've got a pretty solid A minus on that. It's when I, you go to dinner with people or you're kind of stuck in this one situation and you know, it's the other side, not, not to make this all about the internet, the other side of that is, is you know, it, there's a certain hipster thing to going like, oh, I don't even know who Iggy Azalea is. I mean, I kind, I do. I like, like that. I like that one song. I like the Charlie XCX part of that one song. <laughs> but like, but the thing is, I, I don't know much about her controversies and who she's dating. I don't have cable TV, and so there's all of these things that other people, people who like actually watch CNN, know about. Like, I don't even know how, how many planes have crashed in the last year, and other people have basically got a PhD in that. So, you know, it, it is, it's really, it's a real ice bucket challenge when you show up with the relatives and their friends in their 50s. And, um, you know, oddly enough, I, I recently, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. I recently found out that a friend of uh, my sister in law follows what I do online fairly carefully and then reports back on it to her. <laughs> And I just found this out. And I and the thing is, this is what a coward I am. I was like, oh my God, super creepy. Don't tell me anything. I don't I don't even <laughs> want to know what she's telling you I'm saying. I don't I I just ooh, I'd like to imagine that it all takes place under this little dome. But you know, I, it's it's important to be able to have those conversations. It's important to be able to be bored in a in an interesting social way. Because it causes you to recalibrate. You know, you and I have, uh, I'm given to believe we've both struggled with the ADHD a little in the past. And it's very easy to find yourself wanting some kind of a distraction that you understand. Uh, and so if you're having a focused, if you're f having to be focused with something that's not interesting to you, that can be really intolerable for fo folks like us. Yeah, well, you know? and some of us are better at faking interest. I am not. Like, I, I don't even do well with those short neighborhood conversations because... I'm mostly because I've never picked I, up... I walk street now. Bye. <laughs> well, I've never picked up on the colloquialisms in Minnesota. So when people say things like, what's the good news? I have to stop and think, what is the Jesus thing? Exactly. <laughs> well, okay. Now, here's, here's the other thing. And this is where I, I will give myself a little credit. Is that a, a, as I made a study of trying to be a better human being, one of the things that I found interesting, as you said, is one way to think about it is asking more questions than you answer. But... It's, it is slightly about becoming, like the thing is, if, if not, not to paint too broad of a target here, but you know, if it is going to be five guys in slacks talking about pussy and golf, you're going to lose me pretty fast. Because, yep. you know, I guess I, I could see how those things could be interesting. That's not really a, a thing I want to talk about for 45 minutes. Um, but, you know, if you're in a one-on-one -on -one with somebody, you can find a thing that you can talk about. And if right. it's another dude, you can always talk about Caddyshack. Yeah. Well, and see, the thing with those previous <laughs> topics is it, you assume, or I assume, in those situations that they're not actually any more interested in those topics than I am, but they are, right. like, the standard. And that turns me off so fast. I'm, I always want to take the conversation somewhere 
where I'll actually learn something new. I think it's it's like a dialectics thing. I just I don't do well with canned conversation. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And I, this is a terrible tick I picked up in college, I guess, being around people who could sit and talk about the nuance of something not very important <laughs> for a very long time. It's just that the, the, the things that we choose to talk about the nuances of really differ. Right. So now today people want to talk about things like cereal maybe or maybe they want to they want to talk about why the plane disappeared or whatever. But <laughs> you can find something, you can find something somewhere and just to me if we can't talk about the nuances of that like that's not a super interesting conversation. Anything I and I I I, I am this guy. It's a, it's a, it's my cross to bear, but I I'm not a big fan of sports and I'm absolutely not a big fan of sports culture and it's it's difficult for probably most people don't understand what a liability that is to actually be slightly hostile to the idea of talking about sports. Just because, you know, it's like John Hodgman says, you know, if for, for coverage of sports, may I please refer you to literally everything else in our culture? <laughs> like, and yet I'm the weirdo. So those kinds of things, like, I don't really have a thought on Sammy Sosa getting into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he's he's that one guy who did that thing where he hit his chest and made a finger thing in the air and he played the basis ball. I know that. But, like, I, that's a conversation where, like, I'm much more inclined to go say, does your kid have any Lego I can play with? You know, can you give me, give me a chew toy? You are, you are not to talking to someone who is going to disagree with you on any point related to that. My boss at my old job, such a great guy. He was, he despised sports even more than me, but he was in uh, kind of a, an executive. Uh, you know, he had to, he spent a lot of his days sitting around a large table with fluorescent lights having to talk about business. And so every morning he would get up and pull out the sports page of the Tallahassee Democrat and it was like ABBA singing in English. Like he basically <laughs> had to phonetically memorize, you know, oh, interesting things are happening with the Cardinals baseball team. They seem <laughs> to be having trouble with their pitching. They need a deeper bench. Am I right up here? You know, and so, but he would be able to then go in and at least fake his bluff his way through or that understand a reference. It is dedication. If you're going to be an executive, you know, it's pussy and golf all the way down. I had a realization this morning that I don't want to be a CEO of anything. Ugh. I don't understand that desire at all. <laughs> and the thing is, the, the, the thing is today, it seems like the, the part that I find most like flummoxing is that it seems like people don't really want to be a CEO. They want to be seven CEOs. It seems right. like today people want to be. They don't want to go make a thing and sell it. They want to be a serial entrepreneur. Exactly. So they want serial to have entrepreneur personality. Right. They want to be the kind of person who you know gets invited to give a TED talk. I guess. <laughs> I would. Leaders. I would actually be honored to be invited to give a TED talk, but not because of my like serial entrepreneurial spirit. I would be so. I would be so intimidated by that. I, there's no way I would ever do that. I, I wouldn't give a TEDx talk. I've seen TEDx talks that are 50 times better than any talk I've ever done. Ryan North talking about time travel. My God, the guy writes comics and he's a genius. And like, I would be up there going like, don't check your email too often. Good night, everybody. Let's be clear. I don't think I would be any good at it. Right. I think I would flummox the whole thing. <laughs> but I would be honored to be asked. Oh, there's an untold story. I wonder if he would mind me saying it. I, I hope he won't. Um, hmm. in, in the very early days before sandwich video was called sandwich video and Adam was mostly doing, you know, onesie twosie videos for apps. Uh, there was a certain very popular three letter conference that was interested in having him potentially do an introductory video that would show before the event. 
It's Ted. And <laughs> and so and but the idea would be that like okay, we got this Ted app that everybody can get, and here's this hilarious video to show you how to use the app. And well, I, I don't know how close this actually came to happening, but there was apparently a very very small chance that did not pan out where. The, the three guys from You Look Nice Today, Adam and Scott and me, would actually be in the video. To dem <laughs> but we would each be, so to demonstrate the, how the app works, each of us would be a th one of like the typical TED speaker. <laughs> and so we'd scoped it out where Adam would be like the chick set me high, like the, 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 the bumbling Eastern European guy in a leather jacket, you know, <laughs> with, with, with an outrageous accent. Um, Scott would be a middle-aged woman in a caftan talking about your life possibilities and I would have gotten to be the turns out guy <laughs> and if, if I, it just it's one of my great regrets in life that that couldn't happen because it would have been so great to walk out on stage with, with props carry, carrying carrying candles and making bubbles on stage and explaining things and it yeah. turns out that <laughs> in 1975 over 80% of the people living in Canada could expect to die within the next 50 years. <laughs> Turns out today that's over 98%. All right. Look at this candle. All right, this episode of Systematic is brought to you by PDF Pen for iPad and iPhone. Brett, in a word, how would you characterize the people at Smile Software? I would call them angels. Angels. Magical angels. They're one of my absolute favorite software companies. Well, it kind of goes back to Text Expander. It was like the first, it was the first app that really got me excited about the Mac. Brett, is the convenience of PDF Pen version 2 for iPad and iPhone the kind of thing that excites you about Smile? Marking up PDFs, adding signatures, that kind of thing on the go. Is, is that what excites you about Smile? Absolutely. That and they're comprised of very awesome people. We've actually had a couple of people from Smile on Systematic. Uh, the W9 thing, have you ever had to fake your spouse's signature? I... Uh, you would that would be uh, probably illegal, a crime right? or illegal, right? Um, but let's if, just say for okay. the purpose of like signing off on a work slip or something. Yeah. Okay. I love I love having my wife's signature in, in theory. And in theory, probably gonna cut that part out, aren't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I think I'm gonna <laughs> leave it in because it's great. That's the whole vibe of this show. It's also an awesome app for annotation, which if I'm going to use a PDF, is something. It's the reason I would read a PDF. I actually have apps that will take Smile's PDF annotations and convert them into Markdown and sync them back and forth. There are times when I am out and I get a request for specifically W9 forms or 1099s and I can sign them and email them back to the requester without even having to worry about getting home. And I love that. Where can people go to find out more about PDF for iPad and iPhone? Go to uh, smilesoftware.com slash systematic and support both the show and Smile Software. I love Smile. Did I say that already? I think you did. I love them too. Now, back to the show. Oh, that was great, man. Whew. Thank you. Thank you. I actually, I practiced that a few that times. That part of the service sounds amazing. <laughs> um... I uh I actually have one weird question that's that may if interpreted incorrectly will sound stalkerish but it will lead to a conversation I do uh dearly want to have with anybody somebody somebody who knows what they're talking about and that is do you take long hot showers Oh boy I am so glad you asked me this um <laughs> my showers are super long and crazy hot and 
and I'm a little I'm a little bit of a of a of a thought leader when it comes to showers. I actually adjust the 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 shower thing while I'm doing it. I've got whole things I do. I used to take a, a tight eight eight minute shower, starting in junior high. Now, based on the length of time that a podcast plays, uh, like I listen to a whole <laughs> like Planet Money, I take an eighteen minute shower now. Wow. Yeah, and see, it's, it's transformative. I'm up to two a day. I love them. I okay, okay. So I typically uh, starting at about the same time. Actually, starting probably grade school. Five minutes. Showers were five minutes long and lukewarm, and they were a utilitarian thing. They just had to be done. And it, it you know, in my adult life, it became an every other day thing. That was all I felt I needed, and they were. It was just something I had to do, and I dreaded them. And then. Uh, it was a while ago. People like uh, Brett Kelly and Sean Blanc were explaining to me that there was a benefit to long, hot showers. And it was another year before I even tried it. But then I was having, and this is a whole other topic, but I was having a rough time uh, switching or getting off of ADD meds. And uh, and I found that a long, hot shower relaxed me. Like, I ended up turning it up hotter than I'd ever turned a shower up before. And it actually did wonders for my sleep patterns and relaxation in the evenings. Mm-hmm. And now I'm to a point where that's the only kind of shower I'm taking. I look forward to showers. I think a lot in the shower. And I'm building like a Bluetooth speaker built in. I'm not building it. I'm building a shower system with a, <laughs> with a rainfall, like an Amazon head and then a second detachable spray head with oh. Amazon speaker built into the Amazon head. Did I say Bluetooth speaker built into the yeah, Amazon? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm already salivating. It sounds yeah. amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna renovate my whole shower life. Oh, I'm with you. I'm, I am, I am so right there with you. Um, it's didn't Elon Musk recently reveal that that's one of his secrets in life is showers? I, I wish I knew the answer to that because I'm Google a huge Elon Musk Elon showers Musk fan. Elon, well, I'm just saying. I think, I think you're on the edge of some of an important thought technology. Is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> No, I, no, I feel I feel the same way, and um, I, this is not officially one of my um, picks, unless you want it to be. But I'll tell you what I do. Also, what what I keep in the shower is. Have you ever seen Aqua Notes? N- no, I think I think it was mentioned to me at some point. That's like a, a marker wall system, or it's a it's a little it's it's a, sort of a little bit like I want to say it's kind of like those right in the rain notebooks, except okay. not exactly. But the idea is it's a little square pad of paper, maybe four inches by four inches, but the paper is coated. And it comes with, it sticks on the wall with two suction cups. And there's another suction cup that holds a regular number two pencil. And you can write on that pad in the shower with the number two pencil. Any number two pencil. Any number two pencil. I suppose that's kind of why you would call it a number two because it's not special. But but I mean, like to your point though, I agree. And I think lots of people talked about this in the past. I mean, if it wasn't for urinating in showers, I would never have a good idea in my life. It's that time when you're not supposed to be thinking about anything that the best stuff comes to you. Also, you know, I think taking walks, which is probably hard in your climate, but getting away, (laughs) you know, I think we've talked about the whole ADD thing of like getting out, getting in greenery, like walking through the woods actually stimulates dopamine, turns right. out. Well, just that, getting but, out of your head. It's true, period. but also there's something, um, my shrink showed me this paper. I mean, it has to do, so it must be real, but the the complexity of like leaves and grass and stuff like that uh, and getting out in that, there's just any number of reasons why that's great. But anyway, back to showers. Yeah, those things are great. And so uh, I, I buy a whole bunch of those at a time and use them very freely. It's great for stuff like just 
mundane stuff like to-do list stuff that pours out of your head when you're not thinking yeah. about it. Good ideas. I doodled what I hope will be the first Roderick on the line shirt in the shower. It's sitting <laughs> up there on the wall right now. Um, I'm totally with you. All right. Well, I'm going to look into Aquanotes because I have been impressed with the ideas I've had in the shower and amazed at how quickly I forget them after the shower. Yeah, it's like dreams. Yeah, it's, it is. Well, I've, what I've noticed with dreams is that I dream for a long time. I, I wasn't. I dreamed a lot as a kid and a young person. And then for years, I didn't dream much at all. And now I've been dreaming a lot more lately. And what I realize is my recollection of dreams is much easier when I'm in bed and sleeping. And I go, oh, I forgot about that. It could be a psychological thing. But uh, same thing with showers. I mean, like the I'll see this this little thing I jotted on the wall on the on the pad and go, oh, that's this other thing. And I can. This is so dorky. But make a mind map while I'm sitting there with the scalding water. And you know who you're I, talking to, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. It's very freeing. You should, you should <laughs> see if your uh, showerhead can run Markdown. <laughs> shower, shower Markdown. Proper standard shower Markdown. Yes. Yes. Okay. Can you imagine if I have uh, John Roderick back with this half-hour format? I, um, it won't work. I will know, extend the I, show for I him. I hope you appreciate how much I try to avoid the most obvious jokes at a given time. But no, I actually can't imagine that at all. You got 42 words in in four hours, I think. <laughs> and that's fine. He, yeah, those are fun. To, I, interview, I, to interview John, you need John. And then you need to let him know there might be a microphone somewhere. And then you can just walk away. <laughs> and then you come back and you've got you know five, five years of a TV show ready to go. It is truly great. I actually, I, I, I should say this. To, I did say this to him. I email, emailed him to let him know that I have actually had his interview series on my show spark family conversations that were more like heartfelt than anything that we'd had in years previously. Is that right? Yeah, it's been great. The way that fourth episode ends up I know. was very uh, moving. Melancholy melancholy and but very moving and it's it's been interesting because I'll, I'll admit somebody linked to something this morning that made me go back and listen to um my interview with john on back to work in 2011 and uh it's so interesting to watch his journey there's certain people whose journeys are very interesting to watch i would say he and marco arment are two people where it's really fun to watch where their life and their brain and their career go sure yeah and with john you can just see like you know as the landscape of the if you like music industry, it just it's it's changed three times since like since the last time you put out a record. Right. You know, it's a very difficult business, and even if it weren't a difficult business, it's still not easy for John to do. You know, it's yeah. and he, I don't know. He's an interesting guy. I, I I never worry that we'll run out of things to talk about because there's always more John. I get that. I feel the same I, about you. I feel like we could we could easily record four or five episodes at a half hour format right now. I don't want to get I don't want to get a rap for being that guy. Well, we uh, this episode has Merlin Mann, so of course it's eleven and a half hours long. Were you were that. you offended by the first title I gave my, your first systematic appearance? When it was ju- it was just called Merlin Talks a Lot. Uh, you, I'm so offended by so many things. No, <laughs> not at all. No, no. But we got to keep it short. Should we talk about our picks? What are we going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, let's let's do the picks. I'll let you start. Um, <laughs> Wait, did you know you're the reason that this goes round robin? Mm, no, why? Because I think the first couple episodes that we did the top three picks, we would just do, each of us would do three. And then it was your episode where, you're, where you said, wait, we're not going round robin? And it seemed so robin. obvious to me then. And ever since then, it's been round robin. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, I'm trying to think uh, which one of these I've talked about too much or not enough. <laughs> one, one thing, uh, hmm. I'm just going to mention one that's not super interesting, but has been great for me. Do you know about Sync Solver? 
No. Um, health Kit is a very health health app. The iOS health app is a very silly app, um, <clears throat> but it has a lot of promise to it, and it's got an API and stuff. Uh, the thing is, I'm a Fitbit user, and I rely on my Fitbit for step data, but I really rely on my Fitbit for sleep data. And as you may or may not know, Fitbit elected not to make anything that would work with the health app, which was frustrating for me because that's, you know, that's <clears throat> that's the one I was really looking forward to. Um, you know, I have high hopes for the future of the health app, but right now it's pretty weird. We talked about this on Back to Work, you know, add data point. Like, what? Like, that's what you do with the health <laughs> app? Anyway, what's nice is these folks uh, came up with this little app called Sync Solver, and all it does is sync your, uses the Fitbit API to pull down your Fitbit data from their site and then just push it into health. It's a hack, but uh, it's been great for me. So now my sleep data is in there, um, and my steps data is in there. And there's not a huge amount of information you get with a Fitbit Flex, but it, it's my information, and I'm glad it's in the health app. So Sync Solver, available on the App Store. Nice. How do you spell Sync Solver? Is it S-Y-N-C? Mm-hmm, yeah. I got, no, I got no initial results from my search link search, <clears throat> but I will. SyncSolver.com. Okay. Awesome. Yep. That's my first one. All right. So my first one, and this has been a pick before, but I'll explain why it is again. Uh, it's Sleep Phones. Which are a, uh, they're like headphones that are a very soft headband, like eighties headband. I need headband. this. I need this. And they have recently, very quietly, I just happened to notice this because the pair I had, I've had for a couple years now, the cable on it cracked and they became useless. Um, and so I ordered a new pair, and they're about thirty bucks, uh, unless you get the Bluetooth version, which is a hundred dollars, but. The $30 ones do fine for me, and they have improved the speaker quality, the softness of the headband, and they've made fabric-wrapped cables for it. Wow. Without changing price, they are way higher quality than they were before. So on the face of it, it looks like uh, basically a headband. It looks mm -hmm. like it's made out of a soft fleece, and you put that, instead of being just over your forehead, you put it actually over your ears, and it's got speakers in it. Right. Very wow. soft, flat speakers. That you, you can lay on your side, on your ear, and and it doesn't you don't feel it even after hours. And uh, and they don't leak too much sound. I mean, granted, they're a very open back format for a speaker. Yeah, but sure. if you keep it at a reasonable volume, uh, which is, you know, when you're laying there in silence in the night, you don't need it very loud. Spouses have no issue that I've ever heard with, <laughs> you know, the slight, like, you know, tin. Like, I listen to, like, pieces, like... T sleep talking stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you've ever, ever have trouble getting to sleep at night. Mm. But um, <laughs> but sometimes I like to listen to something like, um, I, I'll abuse a guided meditation sometimes to help me get to sleep at night because yeah. I'm feeling like anxious or something. And, uh, and, you know, putting in the edemotics is not very comfy. And then you wake up and you got your $150 headphones all tangled up, you know? Yeah, exactly. I love it. Sleep, phones, pajamas for your ears. Beautiful. All right. So what's your second pick? <clears throat> Well, this is going to be a weird one, and I, I, I'll try and find a link to this actual thing that I got. I read something <clears throat> recently that said one wackadoodle way of dealing with stress and anxiety for adults is to color, like a child does, to take okay. a coloring book and color. And I thought that was such an interesting idea, because I do have stress and anxiety, and uh, 
and I, I gave it a spin, and it's really, really cool. And I'll, I'll find the actual coloring book <laughs> that I bought, but it's like a grown-up coloring book. It's for it's kind of for this purpose. You can go out and buy. If you, you can find like therapeutic coloring books. It sounds really silly. But the other day, my daughter and I um, went to Cliffs here in, in the Castro, and, uh, and I, we got a new set of colored pencils, and we colored together. And so I got this great coloring book. It's all just some of them very complex patterns, some of them very simple patterns. But I'm already a doodler. Like, I really enjoy sure. just sitting there and drawing a bunch of stuff. And there's something very centering about, you know, I already sound like I'm apologizing because it's so weird. <laughs> but there's something very centering about sitting there with colored pencils and, and just meticulously coloring something in that uh, it feels really good. And I can highly recommend it. Well, definitely I recommend my, my, my pick is coloring. <laughs> nice. I uh, I actually was cleaning my office today and found a pile of colored pencils and was drawn to them, but did not know what I was going to do with them because I couldn't imagine like actually drawing something with a full set of colored pencils. Coloring though, filling in the lines. I could well, see yeah, that. yeah, and 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 the thing is to be preemptively a little defensive. I mean, if you're a doodler, if you're somebody who enjoys you know, having your hand in motion while you're taking notes, you know, I'll just sit there and draw little circles and stuff like that. Sure. I wish I could draw freehand better than I can, but it just embarrasses me to see what I've drawn. I can make that little cube that looks 3D. That's about <laughs> it. But, um, but if you're somebody who enjoys doodling and you're somebody who likes kind of thinking on paper, well, you know, you're a fan of mind maps, but mm -hmm. let me ask you this. Have you ever done really worked the method for oh, actually yeah. doing a no a, a real Buzon mind map. Yes, yeah, I've been through all the books. Did all? I mean, it, I had to do that before I could decide that I preferred mind mapping on a computer. Well, I'm just here to tell you, and I'll just share this with your listeners because it sounds like you already know this. But people who think they mind map on a computer, uh, and they do. Let, let's be honest. It, but it's really it's kind of more like a visual outline if you do it's it on a, a concept computer. map. Yeah, but if you do it, and the way he does it is not what you think. Um, you do some very, there's some very specific directions to be followed. You're supposed to use a different colored pencil for every branch. You're supposed to have them start out thick and become thin. The line is supposed to touch the word. And All these really weird things. you're supposed to use images before you use words. That's right. And the thing is, you, you hear that and you go, that sounds really hippie. And like, why would I do that? I really just want to outline on paper. Well, I'm here to say, first of all, however you do mind maps, good for you because mind maps are fantastic. Outlining is fantastic. One of the things I do in NV Alt every day is just huge amounts of markdown outlining. But I, I just want to say to somebody who thinks they've done mind maps, just, and you know, I don't mean to sound, you know, critical, but you would be amazed what a difference it makes if you really work his system. I wouldn't want to do it every day because it is a little bit weird. But if you really force yourself to do a colored pencil mind map the way Tony Bazan, is that his name? Yep. The way that he um, prescribes, it is, don't you agree? It's a very, very different experience. Oh, it's totally very, different. Very different ideas than just typing. But it is a gateway to just being able to think more freely. Well, this is the beauty of, you know, I mean, I, I guess one of the very few uh, positive lessons I got out of trying to write a, a failed book was that um, th there's a... There's a tool for almost everything that can work. The important thing is knowing when to use that tool and for how long and when to take it someplace else. So if all you do is make outlines, that never becomes a book. Right. The thing is, you might need to mind map for 90 seconds before you go, oh, 
that's what I wanted to do. Yep. That's what I wanted to say. But with that said, a la the David Allen getting things done uh, mental sweep, if you make yourself, quote unquote, mind map, oh, how hard is that? You draw for 20 minutes. It's not that hard. <laughs> but basically draw for 20 minutes. You might be really surprised with what you come up with because it is going to force your mind into a different kind of modality. I really believe that. So I totally agree. My, uh, my pick is coloring. Awesome. All right, so my second pick is only pertinent to people living above a certain uh, longitude. Longitude. You mean regular Americans, not the Mexicans? Right. Okay. Uh, This is called the Cirrus Quickclava, and it's a hat that, with Hmm. one pull, becomes a full face mask for (laughs) for below zero weather. Wow. Yeah, it's been very handy around is here. It right it's negative twenty six right now. Is it pulled down like a sh- like a shade? Yeah, well, it's yeah. You tuck when you put the hat on. You just pull the face mask up over your head, and then it's a beanie basically. And it's a very it's a a thinner um, poly some kind of material. So it's not it doesn't like make your head all bulky. That's so clever. Well, yeah, because if you get stuck in a ditch, if you went out to just you know, pick up some milk and you get stuck in a ditch, you probably weren't prepared to hike for three miles in negative zero or sub-zero weather. But having that handy is great. Please link to your post about how to prepare. It was essentially (laughs) like how to be ready for your car to not work in the snow. Right. It was a really good post you had the other day. And uh, because I read your site. Uh But but you know, the thing is from you... From your mouth to God's ear. Like, I, I'm i such a weirdo about this stuff. Maybe this is a John Roderick thing. I don't know. But I always leave the house like I'm never coming back again. I always try to think, like, what if the car breaks? Will I have what I need? So, like, yeah. my wife, like, forgetting her phone at home, like, it gives me conniption fits. Because I'm like, <laughs> I, I won't even know if you're dead. I don't have a way to stalk you on the fine friends. How will I know if you're dead? I'm so but, the but, same way. But, I like, well, even if we're just going, like, over over the bridge to visit family, like, I, you should have a blanket in the car. You should have exactly. shoes. like. If the kid's going to have jammies, still put on a jacket like it's going to be 40 degrees. That's just how my brain works. See, I picture like the uh, the survival situation where I'm trapped at the edge of the woods and I'm like creating a fire with oil and a hubcap. Mm. And like, I mean, it's not like I live my life like crippled by that. But <laughs> when I'm preparing to leave, those things do run through my head. And I'm, I have it like a checklist. It doesn't cost anything to be prepared. Right. You know, just do it. It's not that hard. Be prepared. Okay, so say it again. Serious? Serious? S-E-I-R-U-S. Quick clava. It will not do you any good ever in California, but... Well, unless you want to rob, rob a bank or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I live just a few blocks from the bank that Patty Hearst robbed with the SLA. Wow. Yeah, for a while it got turned into a Hollywood video, and uh, now sure. I think it's a B of A. Eventually everything will be a B of A or a Verizon store or maybe a bubble drink store. <laughs> that will only matter to certain thing? people below bubble a certain... <laughs> Yes, it's totally. I can see them on the ground all over my neighborhood. That and poop. Nice. Yeah, Minneapolis got a whole bunch of like bubble tea only restaurants for a uh, while there. People. People. All right. So third pick. My last one um, is a service. It's a technology that uh, really saved my butt during the World Series, which is a baseball competition. Um, here's the thing. I don't want my daughter to be a hideous freak like me. Although sports, I think, are, are – it's not a thing that I am into. I don't want my dislike of that stuff to rub off on my daughter more than is necessary. So when our local baseball team was going to the World Series, was in the playoffs in the World Series, we went and bought, subscribed to the MLB 
Dingus on Apple TV, which, first of all, was, was a total horror show just, just to get that thing working. But we, we got it, we subscribed, and we anxiously sat and waited, and we're very excited for the basis ball to start. Well, apparently, turns out, I should have read the extremely small and voluminous print that we would basically not get any of the games at all. Because in the world of sports broadcasting, there's like three different rules that can apply to any game to get it blacked out. Like, is it on, is it on this station on a Saturday night? Is it local? Is it on ESPN during the day? I mean, whatever. There's all these different. So basically, we got no games. Found out about something called ad free time. Ad free time is just an, a blindingly simple service. If you've ever used anything like, have you ever used Open DNS uh, or yeah. the Google I, DNS? I am right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I end up shutting it off when, if my cable ever I seems I actually have weird. a command line script that will toggle between the two for me. I have an NV alt note with the uh, <laughs> DNS numbers in it. <laughs> but it's not, you know, the thing is, uh, DNS, uh, as most of you will know, is the little system that turns IP addresses into domain names. But there, long, long, long and short of it is, some DNSs are more equal than others. Some are more reliable, some are faster, what are other things apart from regionality? Some but refresh at a decent rate. Time yeah, and then in the case of something like OpenDNS, it's a great hack because with OpenDNS, you can go in and do stuff like control if you have kids that you don't want to see certain kinds of sites. You can do filtering for your business and things like that. But uh, OpenDNS, in my experience, has been more reliable than the Comcast one. Or as what happened with Comcast a few weeks ago, suddenly Comcast DNS goes tits up and like, what do you do? Nobody knows what to do. Why is that problem happening? Right. Well, if you know it's a DNS problem, you just go in and put in these different DNSs. At free time as a service, $1.99 a month, you get two little numbers that you drop in, in my case, on my uh, airport extreme. Is that what it's called? Airport, what's Express, it called? Express, extreme, it depends on you know, what you have. You know, the big one. The big one with the, uh, the time yeah. capsule, time capsule. Yeah. So you just go in and drop, drop that in, restart. I would say, just for the mojo, I would cycle everything all the way off and back on. And when it comes back up, now you can go to their website once you've subscribed to the service and it has recognized your DNS, you can go in and tweak a couple of things. Far and away, the most popular thing, which I think might go the way of the dodo soon, is the ability to change what region you're in for Netflix. I don't know how it does this, but it will detect whether or not you are in America or Italy. You can say, I want American Netflix. And I think they're working on kiboshing this. But however it works, you can change what Netflix you get. You can flip off ads. It's got at the level of the router. It is taking ads off of pages, which is pretty cool. That is amazing. And, and you know, the thing is, I, I, I'm not, I don't have a super strong opinion about that one way or the other, except in as much as I spend a lot of time on my iPad and my iPhone. And there are a lot of sites that are virtually unusable today because of the way the ads work on iOS. So yep. that's handy. But it was great for me because it was able to go in and make my Apple TV think that I'm somewhere besides San Francisco. And I was able to watch all of the playoffs and World Series. And that it worked, worked awesome. a charm. I, so, I used NetShade for that. And it's a pain in the butt. Well, you know, there's things like I really I think Tunnel Bear is super interesting. Yeah. It is, um, and the, but they have a subscription price like too. Fifty dollars a year or something like yeah. that. You know, and there's all kinds of ways you can do various things with VPNs. You know, if I'm if I'm in a hotel, I'm generally running Cloak. Right. You know, there's no way I would use that, that crazy open Wi-Fi. But, <laughs> and I don't know a huge amount about the technical stuff. But even if you just are the sort of person who doesn't want ads on web pages, ad free time is neat. There's other options as well. Adfreetime.com. Here is a tip for you and anyone else who uses multiple DNS services. Um, in OS 10, if you open up terminal and you type DS cache util, all one word, mm -hmm. space dash flush cache, all one word, it will completely forget all of your previous cached DNS settings. 
Wow. And immediately start making use of whatever your router passes down. Oh, man, that's so handy. That will be in the show notes. Good pick. I've needed that many times, but good pick for you. Yeah. Thank you. So my last one is actually, it's homemade, and I'm going to post the uh, schematics for it. But we, we did we did a very small exchange for Christmas. Everyone picked one name. And um, I didn't need anything because I have too many toys. So I actually drew up the ideal iPhone 6 Plus stand for my needs that did not ex- seem to exist anywhere. It's like there used to be one for the five, but it's a very low angle. So it sits on your desk. It may be like a five to seven degree angle, just low enough that it's easy to work on mm-hmm. and use as a display. But sometimes they're too seated, upright. They're oh, too upright I, if you're at a seated position. Anything over about 30 degrees is too upright for me to type on. Right. And too upright for me to use as a good display. I prefer to have it down by my keyboard flat. So I, I, I just I designed a very simple stand, and my sister-in-law was kind enough to make a gorgeous version of it. She pranked me by putting a version of it that was literally a chunk of a 2 by 4 with another piece of wood nailed to it and a nail still sticking out, and she put it in the bag, and when I opened it, she gave me this, like, doe-eyed look, like, I hope you like it. <laughs> and I tried. With, with, with the one that she actually gave you, she did that by woodworking? Yeah. Yeah, well, the one I, I mean, the, the schematics I drew up were basically designed for a, a simple woodcut. It's very, it's simple, but she did a gorgeous, a gorgeous job of it. And uh, we, we, she worked with my brother on it. And uh, and they they made a channel down the bottom so I could run a cable through it and uh, oh, and plug it, it in. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, I'll post it. Anyone who wants to make one, it's free to. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm open sourcing the design. I think Good people for you. Need does, these. does it run Markdown? It, uh, I haven't really built in a full markdown processor yet. No, whatever markdown it runs, it's the wrong one, so change it's, it. Yeah, it's very very basic. It's very much it like a showdown, <laughs> showdown front end kind of thing. That's a good pick. <laughs> Thanks. So how do we do? How, how, how close do we get? We are at 40 minutes. Ah, uh, damn it. And I have to cut in ads. But hey, I told, you, I told you that we could run long, and as far as long goes, 10 minutes is not bad. All right. All right. I, just don't want, I don't want to screw up your new format, but but you know it's always a thrill to be on. It is always a thrill to have you on. We, we will have to do it again relatively soon. Anytime. Congratulations on your big move. I hope you're enjoying your new house over at uh, ESN. I am very much. Moises and, is a uh, wonderful man. He's a nice man. But uh, thanks a million for having me on. Thanks for being here. And that is episode 125 with Merlin Mann. Uh, stay tuned. I, Merlin, do you want to be found anywhere? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm at brettturfshire.com and I'm TT Scoff everywhere else. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see everybody in a week. Boom. In and out.